Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 37. For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love you to subscribe. Uh, we're everywhere. That we are everywhere that podcasts can be found. This wine's already, we're already getting to the lips. Um, you can always reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.run. Uh, this week, we have a, another very special guest from the uh, Reddit series. I guess I'm just going to... F- call it that because I don't have a really cool name. I probably should have thought a cooler name. Um, but yeah, that's what it is. So this week we have, a uh, Peyton, um, we, we kind of went back and forth, uh, talking and stuff like that. And she told me a little bit about her story of kind of this idea of not being a traditional runner. And I kind of wanted to dig into that because I think a lot of people fall into that category of, you know, I'm not what people typically would call a runner. I don't have that traditional runner's body or, or, um, I don't know the, the, the athletic ability, if you will, some of these things that we kind of put on ourselves, um, that we're not good enough or, or we can't be something. And, uh, I think Peyton's story is kind of going to tell us that, Hey, that's full of shit and you can do this. You can be what you want to be. Um, and shit, I didn't hit record on this. Oh, all right, let's do this. I knew I messed something up. We're just going to hit record now. And then shit. Well, everyone that's re- watching this on YouTube, you missed the whole intro because I'm not stopping it. This is how we're, this is how it's rolling. So, uh, episode 37, Run with Purpose. We have a special guest. You can see her on your screen, uh, Peyton. She is from Reddit. We're have, we're going to be talking about being a non or not being a traditional runner, being a non-traditional runner, something of the sort. Peyton, thank you so much for being on the show today. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you. And I know everyone on YouTube missed it, but you're talking about coming up with a series name. What about Reddit Racers? Ooh, Reddit Racers. I like that. That sounds like a like a weird '90s movie, though. Like Adam, it's, Sam- it's, like Andy Samberg would be in that movie, I think. Yes. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Reddit racers. I like that. I need to write that down. Come and forget it. Um, but yeah, I can't believe I forgot to hit record on the zoom call. Whatever. It's okay. I can see you and it doesn't matter what other people can see or what they say. It's, it's fine. It is. It is what it is. Like I said, the wine is already kicking in. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks again for joining me on the show today. Uh, if you could just give maybe a little bit of background of your running and stuff like that, not the full story, just a little bit now, and then we'll kind of dive into, uh, to your full story. Yeah, um, so my background with running is um, me deciding that uh, I wanted to get extra points for track because I kind of sucked at throwing. Um, So when you can't throw and you can't sprint, uh, there's not a whole lot left except for distance running. So I I decided to go that route, and uh, I found that I absolutely loved it. Um, It turned out to have – it turned out to do way more for me than I ever thought it did. Yeah. And, uh, now I'm here. Nice. And how, what kind of distances and stuff do you do? I know we talked about like half marathons and you were, you were, well, before COVID, the marathon was going to be intact, but how many halves have you done? Um, so I have done three half marathons, um, because I waited until I was in college to start doing them there. I grew up in a real small town. So half marathons weren't really a thing, um, that you could do. So I've done three half marathons, a handful of 10 K's and a few five K's as well. But 
uh, right now my favorite is sticking in that half marathon and pushing for the marathon goal. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's an exciting goal. I remember, I remember going and finishing my first half and going, there's no way, there's no way I could do this again. Like, like much less do another half marathon, but to be like, Hey, let's do the same distance, but twice and, you know, and still somehow be able to stand. So yeah, I'm, I'll be cheering you on whenever that actually happens. Cause that's a, it's a huge accomplishment. And I, yeah, I, I miss that. I miss that feeling of just being like that, that wonder. And, you know, now I'm just, sometimes I feel like I take it for granted, but that's a whole mm-hmm. nother, we can, we can talk about that later itself, but yeah, uh, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more kind of from that, that track team idea and kind of how it led you to where you are today. Yeah. So, um, for those who aren't familiar track is you get points based off of where everyone on the team places in their individual events. And I wasn't great at throwing, which was the, uh, events that I kind of stuck that I had initially started with. And sprints was out. There was no way I could do a 100 or 200. I physically, I could do them, but, uh, I was losing in every single race. And eventually, uh, we kind of realized that when we started running for distance and it wasn't about speed as much, I could run laps around a lot of uh, my teammates because for some reason I could just slow and steady wins the race. And that was my strong suit. So I decided, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take one for the team and I'm going to start trying to do the two mile. That was the the furthest distance you can do in middle school track. And, uh, so I started training the summer before school started, uh, just trying to get that distance down. And eventually I started to get it and, uh, track season comes around and I start doing the two mile for the team, me and this other girl. And, I wasn't necessarily winning every event, uh, every meet. I wasn't um, placing first and second or anything like that, but I was consistently doing well, getting about fourth place, I want to say. Nice. And uh, I really, that's kind of where I fell in love with it was I realized this is something I'm good at. This is something I can do. Um, and I just kind of kept working at it, kind of realized, uh, some of the issues that I had been having in the past with running, uh, and got those worked out. And that's kind of where it all started was me trying to take one for the team and help everyone out and found out I actually really loved it. Yeah. There's something different about the, you brought up the not being able to sprint, like wanting to be a part of the team or trying to help the team rather. And sprinting is just not a thing. I knew that in high school as well, I, I played baseball. So like, I remember the coach be like, run a mile. I'm like, coach, get the heck out. Like, there's no way I'm going to run a whole mile. You're, you're, you're a crazy person. Um, but yeah, you kind of, you get into that flow. And once it becomes, once you get through those mechanics that maybe you were doing something wrong and you're like, Oh, this is why it hurts. Cause I was running wrong. You get through that. It kind of just like you go step and step and you're like, okay, I'm, this isn't, this isn't bad. And, and I actually kind of quite like it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was good. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that was definitely something I actually really struggled with. I found out it took, I don't think I figured it out until high school that not only was I running wrong, um, I was pronating and that really kind of helped explain a lot of the issues I had was I literally did not know how to run. 
which is, it's just a weird thing. Cause people are like, you just run. Like it's, you just go out there and you just, you put one foot in front of the other and you just run. It's that simple. And you're like, ah, there's a little, there's a little bit more to it. Like it doesn't, you would, you would think it's not, but there is definitely a little bit more to it. <laughs> uh, so, so from, from the track in middle school, where did that take you? Um, after track in middle school, uh, went to high school, but I actually wound up not continuing to do track up there, uh, just because I, I started to get that, that demotivation. Um, that's kind of where that, that idea of the traditional runner started to really get to me is I was like, you know, I'm really, I'm really not that traditional of a runner. Like no one really would look at me and think I am one. Um, I was I'm, I'm very short. I'm five, three, um, definitely not the height people tend to associate with it. Um, I was not rail thin. I wasn't, uh, a lot of these things. And so I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm not going to compete anymore. I'm going to give that up. I'm just going to do it on my own. I still enjoy it, but I'm, I'm done trying to compete for it. So for the next about five years or so, it was really just me going outside running for as long as I could and then coming home. Um, it was, there was no guidance. I had no idea what I was doing really. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of, I had no idea how far I was going. Uh, I, I wasn't resting at all, which later became <laughs> yeah. a bit of an issue. Uh, your knees should not hurt while you are a senior in high school. Um, that's not, that's not good for you. And you also maybe shouldn't wear the same shoes for two years in a row. Uh, it's you not going to go well. <laughs> um, so after a while, after I started um, to experience some issues, especially on my knees and ankles, because I wasn't taking breaks and I didn't really know what I was doing. I, that's where I actually found the uh, running subreddit over on Reddit. And I started to realize, Oh, training's a thing and it's actually really helpful. Uh, you know, maybe I could, I could add some planning around this. So I started actually, I learned how to run. Finally, I, I learned what proper form was and tried implementing it a little bit. I learned what rest days are, uh, love those now really, really helpful. I figured out what, um, nutrition was and how, you know, you can't just eat certain things and expect to do well. And I, I finally started buying new shoes every year. Uh, still it's a, it's wasn't a really big help. It is. It really is. I still wasn't replacing them as often as I should have been, but at least one pair a year is a lot better than every two years. Um, and that's kind of around the time when my running started to really have goals and a purpose in mind. Um, that's where things became a lot more structured and I started to really reap more of the benefits and really focus on goals with my running. And that's about the time that I started actually doing races and five K's and 10 K's. Gotcha. In it. So, so the, the subreddit I think is an interesting thing, not only the subreddit, because if you guys aren't on Reddit, get on Reddit if, if only for this running group, cause they're, they're amazing people. And it's really good to hear people's stories. And there's always someone willing to, to help you if you have a question and stuff like that. But I think the idea of 
you joined it kind of of a community aspect kind of thing, you know, try to try to get get answers. And I think that we can kind of fall into that where we can, we're not the traditional runner. We're not the, we're not good enough to do these kinds of things. But then once we find a community that kind of accepts us for like, Oh no, wait, this, this person is almost exactly like me, but they've accomplished X, Y, and Z. It kind of gives us that motivation to, um, to keep pushing on kind of thing. Like, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. And, you know, now I have the tool set, whether it's buying shoes <laughs> more frequently or knowing the, the proper nutrition or training plans or anything like that. Like once you have those proper tools, how much better that can, can make you. I mean, obviously, like you said, starting really from there, starting from five K's and 10 K's, and then obviously working your way into half marathons. Yeah, it, uh, I definitely, I think the subreddit itself really, and the community involved with it played a really big role in, um, my continuation of running that I, there were, there weren't a lot of resources in my town, a really very small town, about 500 people. Oh, wow. Um, so th there were no running groups. There were no running stores. I didn't even know that that was a thing until after I went to college and, found those places. Um, so for me, the online community was a really big help and it was nice to see, Oh, this person is actually very similar to me and they're doing these really cool races or they're asking questions that I need answers to. And turns out I'm not the only one who doesn't know how to run properly. Um, so that, that was really important to me and I'm really, I owe a lot to that community and they have some great information out there for everyone. Yeah. And there's so. also some like, it's not, it's not just people that are, I'll, I'll say like us everyday runner kind of people. There's people that like, no, they win things and they do this for a living that are on mm -hmm. this subreddit. So it's not like you're just getting like advice from Joe Schmo. Like you're getting advice from people that know what the hell they're talking about. And mm -hmm. I think that makes the difference in you're not getting just bad advice. You're getting stuff that's really going to help you in the end. And like you said, it's a good point is you, is you would have the questions but somebody else would be asking it. And you're like, oh, I had that question too. I just didn't want to ask it. And now you're still getting the thing like, oh wait, well, they're following the same path. And, and I think that's, that's super helpful. So, all right. So we found the subreddit, we're moving on. Uh, mm -hmm. tell me how we, how we decided that, you know, going from a 10 K to a half marathon was a good idea. Cause I know a lot of people stop at that 5 K 10 K and go, yeah, that's good. So I think a lot of the reason why I wound up going to the half marathon distance is I've always been someone who really likes to push myself. If I'm not pushing myself, if I don't have a goal, I don't feel like there's a lot to do. And I, I get very bored and, um, I don't, I don't like that. So I kept saying, you know what, I, I can do the next one. I'll do the next race. Um, so I was like, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I just have to do it once. Um, it helps that my university has a, a half marathon they do every summer called the Bill Snyder Highway Half. Um, Bill Snyder is a really important uh, football coach to the K-State school. Um, so, and we, there's a highway named after him. And so they, they do this half marathon every year. Um, and it takes you right onto the football field nice. to end the race. And so I was like, I'm going to do that one. I, it's a big one here. I've got friends who are going to do it. I'm going to give it a try. It's only double the distance of a 10 K just finish it. Just which, which isn't a crazy it. thing just to be like, 
It's it's only twice as long as I've been running. Like there's no other thing that that makes sense in other than running of like, well, I'll just run double it. Why not? Yeah. So yeah, it was definitely a bit crazy. My family thought I was a bit insane when I told them, yeah, I'm going to do a half marathon. They're like, what do you mean you're going to do a half marathon? We thought you were doing five K's. Oh yeah, I'm still doing that. But this, this sounds really fun. Um, so I decided, all right, I'm going to go for it. Uh, I finally did it in my third year at university. Um, and I gave it a shot and my goal was just finish it. Just do your best, get it done. Try your best not to walk Mm -hmm. during the race. You can, but try your best not to. And I really surprised myself. I actually did fairly well. Um, and I decided from then on, I was going to keep on going, keep doing longer distances. And that's actually where I just, it was after that race that I decided I'm going to do a marathon. Don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Um, so doing those longer distances, it's really just about continuing to push yourself. Uh, I want to do a marathon and I've actually already decided that one of my goal, big goals in life is I want to do an ultra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really want to at least do one, give it a shot, do my best train for it. So we're going to see how things turn out. That's funny. I see there's a common theme with you, not to overanalyze you. It's not like this is a, <laughs> I'm not a psychiatrist. This is not, this is not, this is free advice, I guess. No, um, you have this idea of you, the pushing yourself. I think we're super similar in that is I've been, um, I've been having this, this quote kind of go through my head the last few years of getting comfortable with discomfort. And that's kind of how I run a lot of things through my life. Like if, if it's uncomfortable, I kind of want to push on it. Like, see, like, why is it uncomfortable? Like, is it because Mm -hmm. I'm just fearful or, or what, what's the situation there? So hearing your, your thing saying, it just sounded like a good thing, or it sounded like something to, to push myself towards. I think that's a, that's a great quality to have because it from not even only from like a running standpoint, but from life in general is if you kind of take that step back and just let life happen to you, um, you can kind of get caught up in it and not really live your full life, if you will, whatever that means to you. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head of like just pushing yourself to do something that, that sounds good and interesting. How's it going to end? No clue. I have no idea how this is going to, how this is going to play out. I've done a ton of stupid runs that I'm like, this was a bad idea, but let's see what happens. And you know what? It ended up being a good story. Sometimes it sucked. It really hurt bad. And I paid for it dearly weeks later, but more, more often than not the stories and the adventures and that sort of thing made it, made it all worth it. I mean, I did, did a marathon in Hawaii that I was, uh, we got to Hawaii at 5 PM local time. And the race was at 5 a.m. the next morning. And we had an hour ride to our hotel. So I barely made the, and we hit traffic. So I, I barely made the expo, got my stuff completely jet lagged. I have to wake up at 3.30 the next morning because it's another hour back to the start because it was a point to point near the airport. Um, and I, I felt okay. I felt a little dreary, but I'm like, ah, that's fine. I just, you know, a little bit of caffeine, be good to go. Let's, let's keep it moving. First half, I felt okay, literally hit around 14 miles. And I don't think I ran more than a mile of that second half. It was the, it's the worst marathon I've ever done, but I'm like, Hey, you know what? The entire time I would have been running by these beautiful dolphins and sea turtles. And now I got to walk by them. (laughs) 
MC that you know. I can appreciate that. Yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where you kind of it's all about your perspective too. So it kind of plays mm-hmm. into that of you want to push yourself, but also have perspective in the moment. I did an episode a while back on goals and talking about making goals specific to you and what mm-hmm. the goals mean to you. And it needs to mean something and the journey needs to mean something as well. Cause if you put all of your hope and energy on the, the destination, you have, you have times like this where, you know, we talked about before we started recording is your plan was to do a marathon in April. Well, that's, it was canceled. So now what, like if, if all of your hope was put in that itself, then it would kind of devastate you in a way, but you kind of have that, that mentality of, you know, it it just, you know, uh, helped with training. It helped with whatever. And now I'm just more mentally prepared. I'm more, I'm, I'm, hungrier for it when it actually comes and it's going to mean that much more when it does. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the the mentality of runners and that's actually something whenever people, especially my family have asked me, why are you doing this? Because no one else in my family wants to run this far. Uh, no one, uh, no one at all. And, uh, I was like, well, you know, it's really not a physical, like, distance running is not inherently physical. Like it, it takes a lot of physical effort, but the truth is it's a mental game. It's all about how so long you can keep it going. And I'm like, as long, in my opinion, the most stubborn people make the best runners. Oh yeah. I think inherently because, we're just, we're just stubborn in general. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you, you have to be a little bit stubborn in order to choose to spend one, two, three, four, however long you're running hours on your feet running. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a weird, it's, it's a very weird. I always like to say I'm a special kind of stupid because they're just like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like why, why do you want to spend three hours on a beautiful Saturday morning just going for a run? And it's not even a race. You're just you're just going for a run because you're preparing for the race. Like there's no, there's nothing. There's no, there's no beer at the end of this run. There's, it's literally me back in my apartment going, well, I guess I'll pour some chocolate milk now. I don't, you know, chocolate milk and a banana. Oh. <laughs> that's all you get. Yeah. That's yeah. And that, and that's, if you have it at the house, you may not even have it. And then you're like, well, I'll just drink water, I guess. Cause I definitely don't have Gatorade at home. So there's no electrolytes happening in this body. Um, but one thing you had, you had kind of pointed out in what you just said. And then also in, in the, the subreddit was talking about how running has done a lot more for you rather than physical. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, running, running has really helped. It's helped a lot, um, with mental health. I know that this kind of gets brought up sometimes occasionally, um, I actually have OCD and running has been one of the greatest things to really help me with that is, um, it is my opportunity to, to go out and get all of the, the pent up energy or anxiety or whatever I'm dealing with out. It's one of the few places where I'm able to completely, um, get out of my head and just focus on get to the next street lamp, get to the next block, finish this next mile. Um, so it's been, it's been really helpful for helping me kind of to deal with some of that. It's also been great because I've made some friends and maintained friendships because of running. 
I've met some really awesome people and the, the community aspect in general has been really awesome. Um, it also helped me figure out I had asthma. So, <laughs> so there has been some physical that's, benefit. <laughs> that's not when you want to learn about that though. I don't think it's not, it's not, but, um, but running in general, uh, it has kind of inner itself with, um, me discovering and figuring out a lot of things and just helping me through, uh, hard times and helping me figure out, uh, whenever I'm faced with a really difficult decision or any decisions I have to make, uh, most people can count on me to go for a run, uh, for however long I need and come back. And that's how I think that's how I decide is that's my time to think. Yeah. I think, I think that kind of time is important. And, and again, we're obviously talking about running, but this can be any sort of activity that kind of gets your mind free and stuff like that. But I, I agree with you. Like if I need, if there's some bigger decision that I have to make, or if something's going on personally, I've had some issues with my families and family in the last year or so, just like some communication issues and stuff like that. But anytime I have this like built up frustration and stuff, I just tell my wife, I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'll be back in a few hours. And, you know, sometimes that's a few hour run. Sometimes that's an hour run and, and a little bit of walking or sitting just to try to collect my thoughts. But I think I agree with you, like the, the mental aspect of it, not only to, to continue on like being mentally strong, like helping the strength of that, but also just to help those kinds of things, the amount of um, people that I've met that, that struggle with depression or anxiety or anything like that you know, running is definitely helping them in those kind of ways to, to kind of cope with those things. You know, those are, those are real things that are happening inside your body. It's not made up, made believe things. And, and, you know, finding your thing, you know, running may not be your thing, but find your things. I think it's super important to kind of, um, to strengthen your mind as well as your body. Um, I mean, I've talked to people that like lift and stuff like that, and that's their kind of thing, which I don't understand that at all. Cause maybe it's just cause I'm super weak and all I can do is run. Um, I was doing yoga today and I, like, I had my hand on the ground for like 10 seconds and I'm like, Oh, I can't do this anymore. This is like, I'm like, you can make, I can go run for an hour and be fine, but don't tell me to like lift anything. Yeah. Don't ask me to do a push up. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> it's so funny how that works too. It's like, well, you're physically fit. I'm like, I can run my thigh. My thighs are big, but my arms are little. <laughs> Okay. You don't need your arms to run. Like, right. They don't serve. Them. Yeah. If anything, they're dead weight that I'm carrying around. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's just, that's, that's interesting. But so oh, I was going to say something. I forgot. Um, the idea again of the, the mental strength and, and that sort of thing. What is there any other reason other than the you kind of wanted to push yourself there of, well, I guess here, why, why an ultra marathon? Why do you think that, and this is kind of what I was getting to earlier is you did the 5k, 10k and you push yourself to a half. You're, you're pushing yourself to the half. Now you're trying to do a marathon. You're, you're training for a marathon and you already have this goal of, well, I'll see if I do an ultra or I'd like to do an ultra and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. I said that also, and now I've done, seven or eight 50 K's and I've done a hundred K and I finally hit that mark at the hundred K where I'm like, I think I'm good. I think I don't, 
62 miles was far enough. I don't think I need to go any further. So why, why a hundred miles? Well, that's, that's the back and forth is like, I've thought about it, but the, like, then I also think about the idea of running for 30 hours. Um, because I would definitely not be, I'd be one of those like back of the packer kind of people that would be in that like 30 to 32 hour range. Mm -hmm. And that just seems miserable. Like, like the hundred K I think I did it in like 16 and a half hours. And the last seven miles I was limping because I had strained my Achilles and I was like, well, but I'm like, I have seven miles left. Like you don't drop now. You just suck it up and you hop. (laughs) So I think it took me like almost two hours to do those last seven miles, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) But why, why, why are you thinking What's your, what's your reason of kind of pushing yourself to that ultra stage? It sounds cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it. It sounds cool. I mean, um, I, I think maybe it's a little meta for some, but I think the most interesting things that people can do are the things that interest them. I think that when you try to, to, be cool, but base it off of things that don't matter to you or, or artificial. It it's very obvious, but when you do things because it sounds really cool and interesting to you, well then that that's all you need. And, um, just the idea of being like, yeah, I I can do that. That is a goal that I want to try it. It's not something a lot of people do. Uh, I don't think I know anyone. I think you're the first person I've talked to that has actually completed it. And so I'm just like, you know what, that it sounds like a cool, unique, interesting thing to try. I, I know I can, I didn't for a long time. I didn't think I could run a half marathon and now I'm looking at further distances already. So who's to say that that won't be true for, for further distance, even further distances. And so just, why not do it? There's literally nothing holding me back. That's awesome. Like that's, that's, that's the kind of answer that I wish people would give for anything that they do in your life, especially, I mean, not to make light of any of the situations that are going around our country right now, but you, you see a lot of that of people doing things because everyone else is doing them and, mm-hmm. and not finding their true meaning in whatever it is. Um, and I think that's, a uh, it, how much better the world could be if we all did things for us out of the goodness of our heart and things we wanted to do rather mm-hmm. than doing something for, uh, status or acceptance or some sort of, um, vindication or, or whatever, you know, had this validation rather this validation from, from others. I think that that makes all of the difference. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm glad to hear you, um, say that. Cause that's, that's exactly my answer is why when people ask me why I just say, why not? Mm-hmm. Cause I can't think of a reason why not to do something like, you know, and, and it's one of those things where, um, I don't know where I read it, but I read, read it somewhere recently. Um, like if you have that question in your mind, kind of ask yourself why five times, because you can come up with easy excuses, but then when you really get down to the root of it, why are you or aren't you doing something? Because it, it can go both ways. You're doing something you shouldn't be or you want to do something that you don't think you could. And I think finding your why 
doing it for your interest because it just sounds like something cool to do is all the reason to do something. I love that. Wrote that down in my notebook. <laughs> Had to find a piece of paper. So, um, cool. Is there anything else you want to share? Any like other advice that you'd like to give people listening? Cause we've got, we've got listeners from all over the spectrum, people that run people that hate it. Um, and, and everybody in between kind of thing. Is there anything that you would kind of give as like, I mean, other than that last piece, that was a pretty good ending speech, but making, I'm making you give two now. So sorry, Peter, you've got to one up it. Um, anything else you want to share? Uh, I would just say, you know, we kind of, we started this conversation because we wanted to focus on, you know, you don't have to be the traditional runner. And I really do want like people to, to realize that there isn't one way to be a runner. You don't have to fit any mold. You literally just have to go out and do it. Um, so if people tell you, oh no, you can't do it because of the X or Y or Z or uh, you're not ready for it or you're not right for it. What do they know? Like literally anyone can do it. H humans have, were, are great runners. So I really can't think of a reason why we shouldn't be doing it. So, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's really important for people to realize that anyone can be a runner and you don't have to fit any specific mold. Um, I know in my post, we, uh, I had mentioned, you know, I'm, I'm short, slightly overweight and, uh, I'm not like this rail thin, uh, that you think of when you like, you think of like elite runners and you know what, that's okay. I still do it. I still make decent times. I'm still happy and you can be too. Yeah. I think that's it. If it goes back to the, to the other point you said, you know, it, if it's about you and your interest and in what you want to do and it's making you happy in that same way, it's not hurting anyone and it's making you happy to, to do these things. I mean, why not? Why not try it? The worst thing that mm -hmm. can happen is you fail. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And, and really failure is just, I mean, for me, it's just one more reason to, to get back on the horse and try harder. I've only DNF'd one race. And after that one, I said, I will never do it again. I don't care if I'm like, simply if I, my Achilles is strained and I have to hop for seven miles. Well, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to hop for seven mm -hmm. miles because I put in the work and, and you know, we're going to do it. And so you see a bone protruding. That's the only time I told my wife, I said, if you see a bone, that's when you tell me to stop. But if I'm just babying, you know, you just tell me to, to pick it up and go. I have a buddy that he's a He's a, a crazy person, but he did a 200 miler around Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Just stupid, crazy, stupid. But he went with a buddy and his, our friend, it was John and Chad for people listening. You guys know the story already, but, um, <clears throat> Chad around mile 85 basically got high altitude pneumonia cause they're, you know, at elevation and stuff like that. So he ended up having to drop and this is already like, I mean, they're moving at like two and a half miles an hour. It's, it's not a fast pace because they're in pretty rough terrain. And so he dropped and then John was having to go by himself and he only made it until about mile a hundred or so. And he's like, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm just, I'm not feeling well. And they have these like GPS trackers and he yeah. turns his GPS tracker into the tent and he's like, I'm out. And they're like, we'll hold on to it. We'll let you, you know, think about it. You've been through a lot. You haven't slept in a day and a half we'll give you some time to think about it. And he had called his wife 
um, which we always talk about. She's just a hard ass, but he called his wife and said, Hey, I, uh, I turned, I turned it in. I'm done. And she goes, the hell you are. She was, she was like, put a bandaid on it, suck it up, get your tracker and go. He's like, you're, she goes, you trained too long for this. I'm not, we're not paying for it. Cause the race was like $1,500. She's like, we're not paying for this race again. We're not doing all this stuff. You're not flying back out to Tahoe. Go get it and go. And he's just like, yes, ma'am. And he grabbed it and he finished that race. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where you have to, to push yourself. I don't know why I brought it up other than the fact of you need to push yourself and, you know, and if someone tells you you aren't good enough or you can't do anything, that's their insecurities because they aren't able to do the cool things that you do. That's really mm-hmm. it. It's, it's mostly yeah. their insecurities. So Peyton, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Yeah. It, was, it was a fun little, con- I can't really, it's already been 35 minutes. We've been talking. Thank you for having me. I I really enjoyed it. This is good. Yeah. Time, time flies when you're having fun. Is there, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you to kind of hear maybe a little more about your story or get some uh, advice from you, is there a best way that they can reach out to you? Uh, yes. So I do have a Twitter. It's uh, Peyton Chrissy, P-A-Y-T-O-N-C-H-R-I-S-S-Y. Um, you'll notice I don't post a lot on social media, but I'm online quite a lot. So I'm always reachable and that's probably the best way to reach me. Awesome. So we'll put that in the, uh, the show notes. So, uh, everyone will be able to find you and follow you on Twitter. I haven't used Twitter in ages. I, I, there's a good reason for that because I was a little, I had a problem with it. I think I'm one of those internet trolls sometimes. Um, but why not? You know, um, but yeah, thanks again for joining me on the show. Uh, everyone else, uh, you can reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. Um, subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's super helpful for the algorithms and all that fun sciencey stuff. If you leave a, uh, a written review, that's super helpful. I love seeing those words of encouragement. And if you enjoy interviews like the one we did today with Peyton, let me know, you know, shoot me a DM um, or shoot me an email, Jonathan at flores.run. You can visit the website at www.flores.run. I hopefully will have all of the race reports up to date. I still have Arkansas to write. I'll get on that. Don't worry. Paige will edit it and it'll be good. So yeah. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. Remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time. We'll see you guys next week.